Hello there, friends. Welcome to the Happy Habit Podcast. I'm Matthew. This is a space where we like to talk about health and well-being. We do it every Monday and Thursday. And if you are new, please consider subscribing and sharing with people, friends and family who you think might get value from some of the almost 280 episodes now in the Happy Habit Archive. Now, as you are aware, I often talk about the subject of self-development, growth and motivation on this podcast the notion of becoming the best version of yourself, of working towards that, is something that very much appeals to me. I think to want to improve oneself is a human trait. It's something we're born with. Newborns are sponges absorbing influences from their environment, thus allowing them to improve in the basic skills like sitting, eating, understanding their mum and dad and developing the ability to get attention when needed. Over time, sitting becomes crawling and words become language and as their balance improves, walking is mastered and so on. So we are born with an innate ability to develop and improve ourselves. It just seems that in our formative years, this improvement is very visible and transformative. But there's no reason why we can't continue to improve all the way through our lives. One of the very big names in the self-improvement world is Brian Tracy, a Canadian author, a speaker and motivator. He's written very many books, but arguably one of the best known is called Eat That Frog. It's a quirky, catchy title that grasps the attention. It's also super short and to the point, the kind of book I love. Eat That Frog is foremost a book that motivates us. It helps us to become a better version of ourselves. And it does this by offering us many ways in which we can stop procrastinating and get more done in less time. Procrastination is a topic we have tackled on this podcast in the past. Procrastination is opportunity's assassin. It also adds drama to your life that you really don't need, especially if you have a deadline looming over your head. How many of us have been in that position? In short, procrastination is a very bad habit that will utterly stifle your desire to become a better version of yourself. It will obliterate your goals and deliver a punch to the stomach of your self-esteem. As I discussed recently in episode 278 with Professor Dean Rickles, life is short. We only have a finite period of time to make our mark, to get the very best out of life and out of ourselves. So why waste it aimlessly, procrastinating and avoiding doing the thing you should be doing to get you to the very next level? Okay, so we want to be a better version of ourselves. We want to be successful in life. Success, though, to many seems elusive. But in reality, it is very achievable because it's predictable. Successful people do the right things right. And they put their limited time to better use than other people. Now, don't make the mistake of thinking that successful people are especially gifted or better than you. No, they aren't. They simply do things differently. The key truth is this, the ability to concentrate on your most important task at any given time, to do it well and complete it is the key to great success, to achievement, to respect and to happiness in life. The key to success therefore is action, which leads to fast, predictable improvements in performance and by extension to your desired results. 
Now, the title of the book, which is quirky, as I've mentioned, refers to eating that frog, where the frog is the task that needs completing. We're told to eat the ugliest, biggest frog first. That is, do the biggest, most important task first. And it's best not to sit and look and stare at the frog for too long before eating it. In other words, don't dawdle, just get on with it. These two quirky instructions underscore the keys to performance and productivity. You tackle head-on the job that most needs doing, and you do it first thing in your day. Success in life is determined by the habits you adopt. We are all about habits on this podcast. Once you incorporate a habit of automatically tackling your biggest, most pressing task first in your day, you lay the way for success and the positive feeling, the addictive feel-good endorphins that come with its completion. The author gives us three key qualities to help us develop the habits of focus and concentration that will help us master any new skill. Number one, decision. We decide to develop a habit of task completion. Two, discipline. We discipline ourselves to practice our desired skill. And three, determination. We should be determined in everything we do. So let's look at some of the big tips that the author outlines throughout the book to help us tackle procrastination so we can get more done and become that better version of ourselves that we desire to become. Number one, before facing your frog, be very clear what it is you want to achieve in each area of your life. Clarity eliminates confusion about your goals and about your motivation. Now, this is hugely important. Write down your goals. Did you know only 3% of people do this? Writing them down crystallizes them. It's a powerful tool to help set and achieve your goals. Decide exactly what you want, write it down, set a deadline for your goal and list everything you will do to achieve your goal. Arrange this list into a plan and lay the plan out visually somewhere you can see it on a daily basis. Take action on your plan immediately. And lastly, resolve to do something every single day that moves you a little bit towards your goal. The beauty of this is once you start moving, you keep moving until your goal is achieved. The second tip is to plan every day, and you do it the night before. Planning brings the future into the present moment. Every minute spent planning saves 10 minutes in execution. Have weekly and monthly plans. Have lists of things you need to get done. Take items off as you complete them. This will give you visual proof of accomplishments and will make you feel better about yourself, which will motivate you further. When it comes to planning, make a list of all the steps involved, organise by priority and in sequence, then go to work on each task, one at a time. Again, as you do this, you will engage in and benefit from positive forward momentum. Remember that 10-90 rule. It states that the first 10% of the time you spend planning will end up saving you 90% of your time. The third tip illustrates the 80-20 rule or the Pareto principle, which states that 20% of your activities will account for 80% of your results, which means you should be focusing your energies on completing the 20%. Those must take priority over everything else. Why? Well, because these are the most valuable tasks, but often they are the most complex, but they have the biggest payoff. So the author tells us before you begin a task, 
always ask yourself, is this task in the top 20% of my activities or is it in the bottom 80%? Time management is really life management. It takes the same amount of your time to complete an important task as it does to complete an unimportant or irrelevant task. Effective, productive people discipline themselves to start on the most important task. They force themselves to eat that frog. The next tip involves considering the consequences of your actions. Your attitude towards your valuable time has a huge impact on your behaviour and your choices. People who take the long-term view, the bigger picture perspective, tend to make better decisions about their time than those people who think in the short or medium term. Successful people orientate themselves towards the future. They examine their choices and behaviours in the now to make sure that what they are doing today will impact positively on their goals tomorrow. Important things have long-term consequences, so we are told to ask ourselves what are the potential consequences of doing or not doing a particular task we have to do right now. Successful people, by virtue of being long-term minded, sacrifice short-term self-gratification. They focus on high-value tasks today so they can benefit later on down the line. So we're told to keep focused on moving forward, starting and completing a task you need to complete. Focusing on the consequences of your choices and actions helps you prioritise what's important in life. The author gives us three questions to help maximise our productivity. One, what are your highest value activities? That is, what is the biggest frog you must eat? Two, what can I and only I do that if done well will make a real difference? This homes in on our personal effectiveness. And three, what is the most valuable use of my time right now? Tip number five suggests that if we are going to procrastinate on anything, it should be on small, unimportant tasks. Creative procrastination is the act of thoughtfully deciding on what exact things you are not going to do right now. Continually reviewing your duties so that you can jettison time-consuming, unimportant, irrelevant tasks is important. We're advised to cut down, for example, on TV and internet use too. That's a no-brainer. Tip number six is a powerful priority setting technique called the ABCDE method, where you start with a list of everything you need to do for the coming day on paper. Then you place A, B, C, D, E next to each item. The A item is defined as something very important. B is a task you should do but not quite as important as A, and so on, while E is a task you can eliminate. Once you apply the ABCDE method to your list, you will be organised and ready to get more important things done faster, which will boost your confidence, your self-esteem and your self-respect. Tip number seven gets us to focus on key result areas. What is your role? Be crystal clear what it is and why you are doing what you're doing. Why were you hired, for example? Know your responsibilities. Then ask yourself, what is the one skill that, if you developed it and did it very, very well, would be the greatest positive impact on your career? Tip number eight tells us to apply the law of three. This centres on the three core tasks you perform that contain the most value and contribute the most 
to your doing your role, whatever it may be. Remember, 90% of your value comes from the 10% you do well. So your three core tasks should fall into that 10% category. When you get set to work, put your head down and stay focused on completing those core tasks. Tip number nine, to conquer procrastination, we must be fully prepared. It's like preparing a meal. You must have all of your ingredients and cooking utensils laid out before tackling the cooking part. So have all of your data, all of your information, your reports, your papers, your contact details, your login details, work materials, have them all laid out in preparation for your workday. Also, make your workspace an attractive, welcoming environment, conducive to working well for long periods of time. Tip number 10 tells us to tackle the big, ugly frog one bite at a time. Liao Tzu wrote, A journey of a thousand leagues begins with a single step. Perform one task at a time. Quickly, and do it well, and then move on to the next task. This applies to our finances. We save a little and we do it often and over time our wealth accumulates. Similarly, our fitness will improve as we invest time and energy, little by little improving day in and day out. The 11th tip suggests we upgrade our skills. A major reason for procrastination is a feeling of inadequacy or lack of confidence. So to offset this, we continue to improve our skill set and our knowledge. Always be learning so as we can remain competent and confident in our abilities to perform our core tasks, the tasks we outlined earlier. Continuous learning is a prerequisite for success in any field. Tip number 12 asks us to determine what is holding us back. What is limiting us from prospering, achieving and from success? What is the choke point in our workflow or indeed in our lives? That restriction might be a skill that we don't have. It could be a person or it could be a resource we have yet to acquire. Know that the vast majority of constraints that prevent you from achieving are actually internal. If you don't know what is holding you back, make a list of every step in a process and analyse every activity to figure out exactly what is holding you back. Tip number 13 is a sobering one. No one is coming to rescue you. You have to be your own superhero, which means you have to take charge, take responsibility for your own life. You must form the habit of putting pressure on yourself and not wait for someone else to do it because it's not going to come. You must force yourself to eat your own frogs. See yourself as a role model. Push yourself to perform, to do the work you will feel a greater sense of self-esteem and confidence when you turn up for yourself. Tip number 14. It's also important that you are your own cheerleader, supporting and encouraging yourself, engaging in positive self-talk moment to moment. That will ensure you stay motivated, especially when you suffer setbacks, which will inevitably come. Refuse to complain about your problems. Refuse to blame others. Adopt an attitude of optimism. It's a crucial quality and one universal to successful people. They look for the good in every situation. They seek out the solutions to the problem as they are presented with them. Always be on the lookout for the lessons in every setback. 
Life is always teaching you something. And optimists always think and talk about their goals, keeping them close in their mind's eye. Tip number 15. Harness a sense of urgency about your goals. Highly productive people think, plan, prepare and set priorities and then launch headfirst into eating their big ugly frog or their number one priority without hesitation. They quickly get into a state of flow as they are so absorbed in their task. Their performance and their productivity peaks as a result. One of the ways of triggering this state of flow is urgency or an inner drive to see that a task is tackled head on. The faster you move, the more energy you have, the more you get done, more quickly and crucially, the more effective you feel. This in turn sets up your confidence and personal pride such that you are inclined to stay the course. The faster you move, the more energy you have, the more you get done, the more quickly and crucially the more effective you feel. This in turn sets up your confidence and personal pride such that you are more inclined to stay the course. The author uses mantras like do it now and back to work to keep himself honest and focused. The whole purpose of time management, of eating that frog and dispensing with procrastination, is so that we can get more done in less time, which allows us, crucially, to be able to spend more time doing things with the people we care about and doing the things that bring us the greatest amount of joy in our lives. As I said at the outset, this is a short book and one that is very much to the point and easily followed. The tips in it are very obvious and easy to adopt. Ultimately, to become the best version of ourselves, if we are to achieve our goals, we must be willing to eat that frog. To do the work there and then with urgency, with discipline and with honesty. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. (music) 